Thank you for listening to What the Book Podcast. This is Season 1, Episode 1, and don't worry, this is 100% book. I'm Kylan. I'm Kenzie. And I'm Ethan. Throughout this podcast, we will be discussing the novel One of Us is Lying by Karen M. McManus, where five students were called into detention, but only four make it out alive. Warning, there will be spoilers. Now we're going to give some background information about the author. Karen M. McManus was born in 1969 near Boston, Massachusetts. She first started writing simple books at the age of seven, but unfortunately when she turned 18 and tried to write longer works, she was never able to finish a single book. She drifted away from writing and moved to Washington, D.C. to work for a political consulting firm. After three years in D.C., she married Jim McManus and moved back to Boston. Unfortunately, a few years later, Jim passed away, so Karen took up writing again because in her words, so many things that Jim didn't get to do, I thought it would be a shame if I didn't go back to the things that I love. While her first book was turned down by the publishers, her second book, One of Us is Lying, was published and has made her the New York Times bestseller. I personally love this book. I've always been into crime and drama shows and stories. And I couldn't even stop reading, and I'm not even a huge fan of reading. While reading it, I didn't really know who the murderer was, but I didn't think it was any of the four because that would be too obvious. Um, And I was right. And since the story is about high schoolers, a lot of people can relate to some things that they are going through and their feelings towards a conflict in this book. So you feel the emotion, and it makes the book so much better. Yeah, overall, I thought the storyline was good. And I personally love the plot twists in crime and mystery stories. Through pretty much the entire read, I was convinced that the murderer was Bronwyn. I was also tossed between the characters because the evidence held against the baby four. So I thought the book was pretty good. From the start of the story, I felt like none of the four main characters could be the murderer because quite frankly, that would be way too obvious. The book did keep me guessing on who the murderer was all the way up into the last few chapters, which made it a really good read. I also liked like the plot twist. Mm-hmm. That's, that's one thing I like, it's like mm. crazy amount of plot twists. So our first character is Simon Kellerler, a student that attended Bayview High and was not very well liked. He had a website about that where he revealed deep secrets about everyone that were always true, so he was hated by a lot of high school students. Simon, while in detention, had an allergic reaction to some peanut oil that had been slipped in his water and died. As the story unfolds, more of a darker and deeper secret is revealed about Simon. Next character is Nate McCauley. A suspect of the four students that were in detention the time Simon was murdered. Nate doesn't have the best reputation. He is described as the criminal of the group. Nate is also on probation for dealing drugs and doesn't have a good home life. He is an easy target in this investigation and doesn't have much help during the investigation. His dad has a drinking problem and his mom left him when he was young. Later in the investigation, Nate's locker is searched after receiving an anonymous tip and there was Simon's EpiPen and water bottle. Nate was arrested for the murder of Simon, but ends up being released after the truth comes out. Our next character is Bronwyn Rojas. She's another suspect of the four, but is she? she's the brain of the group, with straight A's and hoping to go to Yale. Bronwyn doesn't break rules, and everyone has high expectations for her. That is, until her secret is out that she cheated on her chemistry test and became a suspect of murder. 
After this, she becomes more sneaky and forms a relationship with Nate, using burner phones throughout the relationship to communicate. During the investigation, it was found that Simon had posted about her sister Maeve and Bronwyn left a comment telling Simon to die, but in harsher words, making her seem involved in the murder. Bronwyn seems very suspicious until her boyfriend Nate gets arrested. Even with the evidence found, Bronwyn knew he didn't do it. So she did some searching herself and went to find some shocking information. Our third, our third suspect's name is Addie Prentice. Addie is considered the beauty of the group, who is also dating a popular boy at school named Jake. Addie had insecurities like everyone else and only felt good about her hair. Addie felt like she wasn't good enough and ended up cheating on her boyfriend with one of their close friends, TJ. Addie tells Jake and they break up, but Addie becomes more independent and confident as the story goes on. Addie also discovers a huge secret that solves the investigation. Our fourth and final suspect of the investigation is Cooper Clay. Cooper was the athlete of the four. He was also popular and cute in the all-star baseball pitcher, with a lot of colleges looking at him and making everyone proud. Cooper is accused of using steroids because of his improvement in pitching, but that is not the secret. <clears throat> it later comes out that Cooper is called down to the police station for questioning. It is revealed that Cooper is gay. This ruins his home, life at home, school, and baseball. Cooper's dad wasn't talking to him, wouldn't look at him, and at school, he was being talked about and bullied, and colleges stopped talking to him. Now that we've introduced the main characters, let's get into it. Four students attending Bayview High, Addie, Bronwyn, Cooper, and Nate, all become suspects of murder after an allergic reaction that killed Simon Keller. These four Bayview students ended up in detention after burner phones were placed in all of their bags. Teachers found them and gave them detention because their school doesn't allow phones. When they are in detention with Mr. Avery, the group hears a large crash, which causes them all to run over and look out the window. While looking out the window, someone puts peanut oil in Simon's water, someone who knows he is really allergic to it. But the weird thing is, after the allergic reaction, Simon's EpiPens are all missing, none in his bag and none in the nurse's office. So who did this? Anyone could have, so let's go to the suspects. Bronwyn's choice to cheat on the chemistry test could have been exposed on Simon's app about that. And it is all about exposing people's secrets that no one knows about. So Bronwyn now has a motive for killing Simon. Cooper, accused of using steroids, but ends up having a bigger secret that basically messes everything up for him. Cooper's secret is that he's gay and was cheating on his girlfriend, Keely, with a guy named Chris. If Cooper's secret got out, he knew it would ruin his relationship with his dad and his opportunity to play baseball. So this would be Cooper's motive for killing Simon. Next up, Addie. She was beautiful and had a perfect relationship, but she was also really insecure and ended up cheating on Jake. She got a lot of hate at school for this and she knew she would. That's why she didn't want anyone to know. But she told her boyfriend Jake herself. So if she was going to tell him in the first place, why would she kill Simon? Now the background noise of the printer helps us discover, <laughs> lastly, Nate. <laughs> he was a drug dealer with not the greatest life. His dad and mom didn't take care of him. He didn't like where he lived. He was embarrassed and he was already struggling. Nate seemed to be too obvious to be the killer. But all of them had a secret they wanted kept, giving them a motive. 
After a lot of investigation and getting hate at school, they have a meeting and start putting some information they learned together and solving the crime themselves. Bronwyn starts getting clues about the crash the day of the murder. After talking to a few people, it is figured out that the crash was planned and someone was paid to go purposely crash. After finding this out, Addie goes to talk to Janae, and Janae admits that Simon and Jake planned this whole thing out. Simon was depressed and wanted to die, but wanted to take people down with him when he did it. So he had Jake help him continue what Simon started. Simon framed four people for murder by planning it out and putting peanut oil in his own water. He then had Jake continue to post on Tumblr to make it seem like the murder was out there the whole time. After Janae had admitted this, Addie wanted to set up her phone in the room and record what Jake said when he came to talk to Janae. And Jake talked about planning the evidence and it was enough evidence to arrest Jake and let Nate free. The setting of our story takes place at Bayview High School. There's a lot of conflict in this story between the website Simon exposed everyone's secrets on to when their secrets came out and they are, are bullied and finding out new information and sh uh, shocking turns every chapter. Now it's time for a quizzer. Yay! Question number one. Who was the one accused of stealing the EpiPens out of the nurse's office? Question two. Who posts the Tumblr posts after Simon dies? Question three. What was found in Nate's locker that got him arrested? Question four. Who saved Addie from Jake when she was being attacked? Question five. Why did Simon kill himself? And why did he do it the way he did? Who knows? <laughs> Question six. Who actually killed Simon? being a mystery book and all. You said I'm um again. Just kidding, keep going. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of And Then There Were None. By What about And Then There Were None? By um, Agatha Christie. Christie. But the main difference was that only one person dies and one of us is lying, opposed to ten people being killed and, and then there were none. That is true. That's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people. <laughs> Dead of God. <laughs> So if you guys were gonna rate this book, what would you rate it? Oh, in like peanuts. Five point six peanuts. out of seven peanuts. Five point six out of seven peanuts? Oh yeah, easy. Out of seven peanuts? Uh, I get it a six point eight nine out of seven peanuts. Mm, I'd have to go with uh six point two three. And would you guys out of seven peanuts. Would you guys rate like recommend this to any other people? 
yes. Depends on how old they are. <laughs> how mature they are. And if they're planning on killing someone. Oh. <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> because um, if they were, I would recommend probably it not. to people that are into uh, Just mystery books or crime shows like me. Like, I'm really into that stuff. So. Yeah, there's a lot of crime mystery fans out there, so they probably... Definitely recommend this book to crime mystery fans. Okay, well, that's about it for our podcast, What the Book. Thanks for listening. Thank you. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye. (laughs)